Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Guys, this is a very, very special episode of TFL Talking Trucks because I'm actually standing right next to a brand new third generation 2021 Ford Raptor and I have an engineering manager from the team responsible for creating this truck and bringing it to life. Thank you, Tony, for being here. Thank you. So, Tony, uh, I mean, you've, how many years, how much time in development has, has this been? Um, so, so uh, this is, uh, in the briefing we talked today, it's about three years in the making. Three years in the making. Yeah, and this is the third generation, right? This so, is the third generation. So the second gen is there now, or it kind of stopped at 2020? It stopped right? in 2020. And then this is the 2021 truck. So can you kind of walk me through this truck, what you've done, how you made it you know, better? and uh, Boulder. Do you guys love trucks? If so, we've got a new podcast that will keep you entertained for hours from on-road to off-road, from Raptors to Frontiers to Tacomas. Check out tfltruck.com slash podcast or go to wherever you get your favorite podcast, including Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify. Yeah, so this is, a, this is the third generation, as you mentioned, uh, Raptor. And so we, we took a bit of a different approach on this one. Um, because we knew that we wanted to, we knew that we needed to change the rear suspension in order for us to continue to grow the off-road uh, capability of the truck. Okay. So that was kind of the first decision that we made three years ago was to go to a, 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 a five-link uh, uh, coil suspension uh, with the panhard rod bar. And so we looked internally to try to find the right solution uh, for Raptor, didn't find quite what we were looking for, parts that were off the shelf. And mm -hmm. so at that point, you know, the Raptor customer deserves no less. We designed a no compromise uh, rear suspension. Okay. So that's where, that's where this truck starts, is in that rear corner. And it's still a crew cab, five and a half foot bed. So the dimensions overall, are they similar to the second gen as far as kind of width they, and length? They are. So the width remains six inches um, above the F-150 and the length um, 
it, it, it does grow a bit because of the larger tire and there was a passion to package the the spare under the bed where it belongs. Can you show me that? So that we didn't have to take, sure, so that we didn't have to take your bed space and we didn't want to give you an undersized spare. So you'll see in the back here, and this is across all of Raptor, even when you don't get a 35, a, uh, a 37 inch tire, there's this kick in the rear bumper, right, that accommodates just a very large assembly under the bed. So the bumper is still similar design, except it, it extends a little bit further back. It does in, this, in the center section here, right? It's about yeah. 25 mils where it kicks back to accommodate the larger tire. And you can actually put a 37 under there. And the 37's yeah. under, under there right now. So that was one of the surprising things. I didn't quite expect that you from the factory would be able to do this. Yeah. And if you're watching this, guys, of course, it's a TFL Talk video, and we have several other videos about this new truck. Uh, but uh, so talk a little bit more about what it was like to actually get a 37 onto a production truck. Yeah, so no, no easy task, really. There's two major hurdles that you run into when you start to go to a tire this big, right? The first thing is, is that um, inherently the, the envelope of this tire, not just in the static position that it's in now, but when you start to get this front tire especially into the different steering angles, and then you start to kind of take this Raptor and put it in an extreme where the suspension's moving up and down, what you're gonna find is, is that this tire is, is going to interfere into the clearance zones of many, many, many parts. Mm -hmm. To get away from that, the one thing that we did was is, is the truck is lifted, right? That allowed us a, 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 a fair bit amount of latitude to get the tire in, but that wasn't enough. Then there's a creative engineering that just goes into, you know, you know, working with the F-150 team to modify parts so that we are not damaging any parts if, when you take this truck off-road. So obviously you can articulate the truck, flex the suspension, turn the wheels, do all those things. It's been tested just like the 35 has. It's run Borrego um, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles and it's, it's tested true with the, 30, with the 37 to not damage any of the vehicles. But then, so, so what does this give you? So there's a 35 inch tall tire available, right? Yeah, there is. Now there is a 37. And then of course the 37 gives you a better approach angle. It does. Departure, breakover, and clearance. Sure. 13.1 inches of ground clearance. That's it. Okay, cool. But then you have to touch the shocks as well, right? Yeah, then you have to, do, yeah. So let me just go back for one second. So yeah. once we did clear all, once we did get around all of the clearances, right, then the second problem, and maybe even the bigger one, is to try and negotiate this monster of an assembly into the assembly plan. Okay. Right, so that's not an easy task either, right? Because you can imagine the 35 back 10 years ago when we did it, that was already quite a, a, a task. quite a task. And now you're asking for a tire that's, you know, almost two inches in the OD yeah. uh, larger. So that piece of it, I don't wanna, I don't wanna let that go because there's a lot of folks that worked really hard on the assembly side of the, of the house to make this happen. And, they, and in the end, right, they took ownership of it because they wanted a piece of, of being part of this story as well. So Dearborn Truck's been tremendous to work with. But to answer your question, yeah, this drives then, the 37-inch the, the tire, what it comes with is, is it comes with a different frame to accommodate the 37-inch spare. In the back. In the back. Okay. It comes with um, different uh, shocks 
to accommodate obviously the taller ride height and the and the the lifting of the truck. So okay. it's got its own set of shocks that are paired with this tire, and it goes beyond just appearance and tuning. There's actually physical differences in the shock, okay. right? Specifically in the fronts, uh -huh. right? that come with this tire. Like the shaft? Like the shaft out diameter, yeah. for example, yeah. right? A shaft diameter is thicker for this tire. That's very interesting. So if I was ordering one of these trucks and I decided, okay, I want the 35 inch tall tire. Mm -hmm. I check the box, the truck comes and I'm like, no, I want 37. And I go to slap on a 37. That's not going to work quite like that, right? Yeah, so, so it's, it's kind of unique, right? So, Andre, here's the thing that we know that we know our customers from the past generations. When it comes time for our customers to, to swap out the 35 inch tire, many of them don't go back to the 35s. They okay. go back to and they get a 37. They go to an aftermarket 37. But what they but here's the thing, right? This now comes from the factory. And if you were to buy a 35-inch truck and decide to yourself, you know what? Mm, I'll put my own 37 on. Mm -hmm. The one thing that you're not going to get out of that, Andre, is because you can fix the shocks, mm -hmm. right? You can go and you can buy the shocks, right? But what you're not going to be able to fix is the spare. The spare, because of the unique frame, mm -hmm. right? When you buy a 35, you're not fitting a 37 under there. Gotcha. And and by the way, speaking of the frame, it's a little bit reinforced compared to the F-150. Right? It is. Regular so, so the modifications, um, again, right, because we start with a really good F-150 frame. They have, the the F-150's got a tremendously solid frame. And then we take it and take 10 years of learnings. We've been doing this for three generations. And we know where the reinforcements need to go. And we know where the modifications need to go. Now this frame, right, is a bit more revolutionary in the sense that it's got a completely different rear stub than what we had in the past because we're off the leaf springs and into the coil. So mm -hmm. there's quite a bit of difference mm -hmm. in the frame this time around. but. Nor, we know exactly where the reinforcements need to go and exactly where the modifications to the shock towers, modifications to the uh, front cross member, modifications. We know exactly where to put those. Gotcha. And so before we move on to like the powertrain, uh, for example, I just want to touch back on the Fox live valve shocks. Mm -hmm. So still Fox live valve, mm -hmm. correct? But the body is a little bit larger, 3.1 inches. Correct. Uh, did you consider using some other shock technology or you, you're very happy with Fox I think, and what, what I that think does? right now the the relationship that we have with Fox is a, is, is just they, the, those guys um, again I've seen it right I, when we go on development trips they come with us um, th this truck is being developed from the very beginning with Fox involved they're they're a tremendous partner uh, they know they know shocks um, and at this point, there's never been a never been a conversation to not have Fox part of the part of the deal. So it's not like an afterthought, right? No. It's integrated into the. It's design. into the. Yeah. It's in because now their live valve uh, technology, the 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 next gen that we're that we've gone to now, um, it's it's gotten faster and more advanced, and we've integrated it into the drive modes now, right? Because we have damping uh, uh, ability the user actually has damping modes in the in the on the steering wheel now that's all integrated into the into the drive modes now yeah. right so it's not like it's an easy thing to peel away like fox is part yeah. of the deal now yeah right and, and also of course the computer or, or the sensors tell the computer and the Absolutely. Fox what to do right so in the last gen we had uh we had uh ride sensors only in the 
front. We've put them in all four corners now, okay. where now those are sending signals. Those are helping the, the live valve to take data from all four corners, because these shocks are insanely fast. And the response time, the damping rates are insanely, insanely fast. You said the speed of thought. At the speed of thought. So we are, we're capable of, we are capable of commanding the shocks uh, at 500 times per minute, or per, 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 per second. second. Per second. 500 times per yeah. second. We can basic. send damping rate signals that fast. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Right. Um, so should we shift gears? Sure. Talk about power? Sure. So what's under the hood? So it's the EcoBoost. I'm not able to. I'm not able to uh, release the numbers today. Okay. Uh, those are those are coming uh, soon. Um, but yes, it's uh, EcoBoost. And where we've spent our time with the EcoBoost is um, really listening to the customer that wanted a better sounding um, exhaust, a throatier exhaust, a a more menacing. Uh, exhaust from the EcoBoost, that's where we spent our time. So if, if we've spent our time, we've redesigned the exhaust, and it really is a work of art if you see it. It's, yes. got, it's, a, it's, it's initially a, a bit of a strange design, um, but then once you get past that loop-de-loop -loop that it makes, um, the sound is ridiculously cool. So ex explain the loop-de-loop. -loop. So, so first of all, obviously it's a V6, right? Yep. High output engine. Yep. Um, and then it's, so the loop-de-loop, -loop, is it also for uh, equal length, right? It's exactly for equal length. Okay. So we, we, we started down the path of adding the valves because we knew that we wanted the, the valve to help tune the, characteristic, the sound characteristics. So that was, at the very beginning, we knew we wanted to add valves to, we wanted a valved exhaust. Okay. And we built a rudimentary first prototype and we weren't exactly happy with the sound we were getting out of it. And the reason we weren't happy with it is, is because one of the pipes coming from the hot end was significantly longer than the other. Okay. In order to fix that, okay, uh, it, we came up with a proposal, and I remember sitting in <laughs> the conference room um, when it was initially proposed, like, hey, this is what our exhaust is going to be. Yeah. And I remember looking at that going, wow, that's a strange looking uh, exhaust. Yeah, how is it going to be because, packaged? Because the yeah. package, right, is pretty tight under there. So it forces you, to, in order to gain the length, it forces to make a loop around the other pipe and then back up. And it's just a, it's an inherently <laughs> weird, weird looking thing yeah. when you yeah. look at it. Yeah. And I remember saying, okay, but, but they kept saying, don't worry, this will deliver the goods. And so I didn't actually hear the real hardware until last summer when we started building the prototypes. We start, it was during the COVID era. It was a tough build. Um, we, we started getting these trucks out. And I remember we got it down. We started the first one, and I wasn't there. But my, my guy called me, and he said, hey, you might want to come down and listen to this. I went down there, and it was like nothing I've ever heard. And I went in, and I started it myself. And this thing had not been tuned. Um, you know, we had done no any kind of software calibration. We haven't, we, haven't done, we haven't done anything. This is just the raw the, the valves were not, you know, were not actuating perfectly mm. right out of the gate. And so if it had, and I thought to myself, if I'm hearing that now, once we get to a point where we tune it and we tie it into the software and we get everything working, it's going to be a thing of beauty. 
And you started seeing almost immediately as the prototype started running around Dearborn, you had people saying, oh, well, Ford's putting a V8 in, into, the, into the Raptor. Well, we, we saw some of those clips, you know, of the trucks on the street, the prototypes. Yep. And it sounded deep, like it, it did. A, 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 kind of a deeper yep. note. Yep. Yeah. And it's just got a it's just got a growl, and it's just got a very aggressive tone to it. Um, and it, it takes it it just takes the the it it gives it a perception of a menacing perception now, um, and it really is something that the truck needed. Gotcha. And and also it's con it's configurable. And it's configurable. So, so the driver can select several modes. Correct. Right? So, so with the, the driver at, with the button with the steering wheel button has the ability to you know to be to be able to shift it into four different modes. One mode that we we've put in there is quiet mode. Quiet mode will be something that is is used you know so that you can kind of you know not uh, so upset. When you start the truck for the first time in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to use the quiet mode. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Maybe uh, on the weekends, later in the morning, it's okay. Okay. But in the morning, early morning, when you're going to work, maybe not. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, so, and of course, that exhaust system is also configured into like Baja mode. So, Correct. So if you select Baja mode, yep. I mean, you're, you're touching the throttle, the transmission mapping, sure. the suspension, yep. and now the steering also? Steer, and well, it, it's, but it's, it's beyond that, right? You're touching the ABS module, which controls the braking, right? You're touching the four by four module. You're touching a lot of different electronics now. The truck is pretty advanced now, where you have these drive modes, and we've had drive modes in the past, yeah. but now they're now more deeply tied in with live valve, and now you have you know, the steering was always there, okay? But now you have damping abilities and you also have the exhaust, you know? And so you're, you were giving the customer now the ability really to kind of fine tune this truck. Gotcha. Where do we go from here? Should we go inside? Um, so before we go inside, I guess I'll tell you a couple of things on the exterior. Once we kind of figured out what we wanted to do on the rear in the suspension, right? And we knew we had the ability with the five link to get travel. You can't just add travel in the rear, we came to the front. In order to add travel in the front, right, we're six inches wider, right, but in order for us to kind of get more travel out of the front, it, it re relied on a lot of parts to become new. And like I said in the briefing today, we are incredibly, incredibly unique now. The, way, the likes we've never been over three generations of mm -hmm. Raptor from a part perspective. And we've That's never right. been more this more differentiated from F-150. Just in the front, ge the geometry changes that we did in the front to get to 14 inches of travel in the front is pretty amazing. Yeah. And so like that's once we had the chassis and we knew we had a good we had the good foundation of a truck. Then he said, OK, let's get in the studio now. Right now, when we get in the studio, right, we know how to make a Raptor. But what we did on this Raptor that's, you know, that's different from the last gen, but more like the first gen, is kind of get it back to, let's go back and look what, at what, what, is trophy, what do trophy trucks look like? What do they try to do in terms of their width, right? And you can see this flat you know, uh, 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 hood uh, ledge right here, this, this leading edge mm -hmm. right here is flat across it. It just gives it the perception of width and the grill goes right into the lamps where so it doesn't have any kind of uh, cladding that kind of the way it did on the last gen to kind of give it the width. The letters have gotten bigger and bolder and it just kind of started to take this, a look of its own. We've redone the, the, um, the marker lighting which matches the, the wheel lip lightings with the grill lightings. It's all kind of become uh, you know, forward looking. Um, 
and just a different approach. And then we were very, also very keen on putting off-road lighting with the rigid branded off-road lighting because they have credibility in the off-road. So that's kind of like the, where we started on the front end. Um, wanted to do something different also with the, with the hood and the uh, fender vents. And then when we got to the, the fender itself and the box, you know, one of the things that we wanted to do is add a little more character. And so we've added that character line to kind of give it that speed look on the side view mm -hmm. to kind of come off the wheel lip in the front and in the rear. And of course, yeah, the, the venting functional, right? And the uh, venting's functional yeah. both, on the, uh, both on the hood and in the fender. And in the fender, where is that air coming out? Uh, from the engine compartment? It does. Oh, okay. So it comes through. Yep, there's a path that we've, you know, radiator we, path. Radi oh. There's a path that comes through and it comes and extracts okay. out. Okay, gotcha. Yep. And of course, the mirror is very similar to the F 150. To the F 150. Okay. Correct. And so this you're seeing in the antimatter color, exterior color, the color that kind of launches Raptor, launches the off road is the code orange, um, which is. Uh, uh, a truck that I'm sure you'll be seeing quite a lot of. But Code Orange also goes on the But inside, Code Orange right? also makes its way into the interior. So when you get inside, right, this is, we've, we've taken kind of the Code Orange and we've gone away from the, the red, which still means Ford Performance, but now we've kind of put the Code Orange highlights into the, to the, uh, into the interior, which signifies the desert piece of the puzzle. Gotcha. All right, so should we just quickly transition to the inside sure I mean, it's obviously new so it follows the 2021 f-150 kind of style it does right so so in in far as far as the like the ip and the council and all the good stuff that the f-150 brings we take all of that but then we give it a look and feel that is a uniquely raptor uh you know we we, we work with materials and uh, colors obviously but materials that are more um, you know, something that you would find in the desert. So, for example, you're looking at a truck here that is kind of the higher end, right? You're seeing premium materials on the seats. You're seeing premium stitching. You're seeing premium uh, 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 finishes on a lot of the parts. Yeah. But really what we, what we always try and do with Raptor is, is just try to give it something that's rugged and something that wears well. And so that when you bring sand into the uh, cabin, right? It's something like that- just now. Well, okay, yeah. like, like there is now. <laughs> so that you can bring, you know, you can very easily get it out, right? So that's something that we pay attention to. The materials have to wear, they have to be able to go off road, they have to be able to, this truck has to be able to go into its natural environment, it's going to have to get dirty, and then you've got to be able to bring it back out, you'll be able to clean it, and it's got to be like new. Gotcha. And while we're talking about trims, uh, what are the kind of the progression? There's the base truck, kind of the high level, and then also and then, and then kind of the lux. And so okay. this right here is you're looking at the lux. Okay, gotcha. So right. it has the pr most premiums, the Recaro seats, for the example. The Recaro seats. Yeah. So, so the, the lux, what, you know, the walk from the, uh, from the, uh, the walk from the Lux to the appearance, if you will, or the, the high series to the, to the appearance, what that will do is, is it brings in the tires, it brings in the unique shocks, it brings in the Recaro seats, and it brings in a, uh, a, a unique look. Now this one here, we chose not to put the graphic on, but it does come with a graphic, a, a, a Lux graphic that comes with it. Gotcha, and there's now like at least- And now there's two because there's a 37 inch graphic, uh -huh. Right, but then there's also a optional graphic that's available on someone who gets a 35. Gotcha, okay.
We talked about some of the configurability features, right? So you have the ability to do all that. Mm -hmm. uh, talk to me about some of the off-road modes and like one pedal driving and also uh, the camera systems maybe? Yeah, so uh, cameras are getting more advanced on base F-150 and they make their, they propagate into to Raptor. Now we've always had the, the 360 camera, we've always utilized that. We've always had the camera in the front that you could kind of click on to see the front view. We've, we still have that. We've re we, we used to have that very restricted to a certain speed. We've lifted that now. Um, so, so cameras continue to evolve. What's also unique in the truck now is is the very unique digital HMI to Raptor. So the avatar is Raptor based. The look and feel is Raptor based. Um, you know, th things like one pedal. Well, we always had trail control. Yeah. We had in the last gen, it's right? Slow speed Which is kind of the control. slow speed. So for the novice who's out there that just wants to kind of turn their mind off and kind of set the button, I mean, that thing, that thing, you know, kind of integrates with hill descent. It will do every, it will do, you can set that thing to, you know, one to 20 and set it and just, you know, just steer and it'll do, the truck will do the rest. Mm -hmm. uh, one pedal is an interesting uh, 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 feature. I got to try it one time. It's actually pretty cool, right? It does remove the kind of the two foot driving, right? And mm -hmm. it kind of now does it all into one, which is a, is a, it takes a little bit of getting used to, but it's a, it's, a, it's a neat feature. There's not a lot of guys within our shop anymore, right? Now this is Gen 3, Yeah. okay? There's not a ton of guys that can put this thing to its very, very, very limit. And I don't think I can do and, that. And I certainly can't either, <laughs> yeah. okay? Yeah. But there used to be yeah. maybe a dozen, I think that number is now less than half now. It's just, it's that good and that capable of a truck. But I will tell you that of all the features that are in there and all the, the things that can help a very novice person take their truck and go off-road and start to experience what it's really like to do that kind of driving, mm -hmm. still to this day, the one thing that I think is the most important and that's just really just Raptor is Baja mode because it just does what you need it to do. And is it, does it just kind of change the suspension a little bit softer so there's a little bit more lean? So what it really, do, what it really does is it's using the engine to really be in, the, in the, the torque band that you need it to be so that you're constantly under torque that when you, tr when you drop the, th the, the hammer on the throttle, it's perfectly responsive. So it does that. So it holds your RPM. But in addition to that, right, Keep in mind that those those uh, uh, drive modes, right? When you actually look at the math and the matrix that's behind that of what those are actually doing, it's mm -hmm. extremely complicated. All the different modules that control all the different hardware are interacting with that mm -hmm. to give you the optimal ability to to go the fastest you can go on a trail. So you still can have fun and be very very comfortable, capable. It's just when you were saying, you know, to push it to the limit, mm -hmm. it's like a race car almost, right? It, so when a, when the race car driver gets into a race car, they can push it very close to the limit. The, but a regular guy can enjoy it, Yep. but not quite, I guess, be on the edge. Yeah, so Andre, and I'm gonna tell you something, right? Yeah. Like I've been in this truck um, as a passenger where I feel like I've been taken in the truck to its limit. I personally found that awesome for like the first 15-ish or so minutes, yeah. and then it becomes very fatiguing. Mm -hmm. Now on the other hand, I've actually done some of the driving where it's a little less than that, 
than the limit. Than the yeah. limit. Yeah. And that's, to me, the part that's really, really cool. Because then this truck absorbs so many of that, so much of that content in the trail that that's kind of, to me, the place that is so much more enjoyable. Uh, I wanted to ask you before I forget. So the rear locker is still there. Yep. The uh, transfer case, automatic mode, locking transfer case is there. The torsen. Uh, well, the front. Yep. The front torsen. The to uh, front torsen. Um, is there a front selectable locker? Or no. Or no. Nope. So torsen is yep. a limited slip yep. uh, differential. Correct. And then your transfer case is... It's the still the torque on demand. Torque on demand. Yes. Okay. We did not go away from that. That's a, that's a favorite right there. <laughs> yeah, of yeah, course. No, Automatic a, mode, yep. high, low. Yep. And crew cab only? Crew cab only. This year we've gone away from the uh, super cab. It just, again, because customer preference um, just wasn't there. Um, and it's just, you know, when you take a crew cab... Uh, off-road it's it's every bit as good as uh you know the shorter wheelbase was it 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 got that good in the last gen and honestly that back seat is very desirable it's big it's big and you know it because again right you know you got a lot of people going off-road but there's still an equal amount of people that want to just use this as a daily driver and the fox shock i talked about that today in the briefing is that that's the beauty of the fox shock it's capable of doing that you know, a very aggressive off-road driving, and then you just take that exact same thing and you don't have to do anything and you come onto pavement, right? And it becomes a daily driver instantly with a very plush ride. And so a guy that's just driving it to and from work, it's great to have a huge back seat. It's great for it to be a truck, Mm -hmm. right? And so that's kind of the the, the magic there. And you increased the payload to about 1,400 pounds. We did. 200 pounds increase for payload, 200 pound for trailer tow. So 8,200 pounds now. Yep. Okay, so it is more usable as a, it as is. a truck. Uh, also. It is, it is. Yep. <laughs> also. Okay, right. okay. So the truck will be available in the summer, but the pricing is not around. Uh, correct, uh, correct. Do we touch on some of the points you wanted to touch on? Uh, just one thing, I don't know if you guys noticed it. Now this again, doesn't have the graphic. All right, because normally the 37 inch truck will come with a, with a uh, a, a box graphic and it'll come with the hood graphic okay, right gotcha. but if you choose to delete it um i don't know if you noticed it but check it out what is that a easter egg ah okay I did not i did not see that right and it's there uh it's there because this is its own um it's its own label it's its own uh, 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 configuration so from a fuel economy perspective we we have to label it so this is the Raptor 37, mm-hmm. so we have to label it. So if somebody chooses to delete, because on the side we have a 37 on the side. Okay, gotcha. If someone chooses to delete that, um, then, you know, we have to have this on for uh, But I think it's also cool. I mean, but it's, it's also it's, pretty cool. It's huh? subtle and, and also pretty cool. Yeah, so I thought that that's, uh, it was well, uh, well executed. Cool, very yeah. cool. Well, uh, Tony, thank you for spending the time with us, sure. uh, with me, and explaining the new Raptor truck. Great. Obviously, it's going to be very important, right? And, um, you know, competition is heating up and it seems like, you know, you're actually raising the capability of this truck. Yeah, I mean, to Andre, look, the, the off-road uh, truck market is, uh, you know, we, we, that's a space that we, we created and we don't have any intentions of letting this go, right? So, uh, but we understand, right, that the, the competition has to be in the dirt. Right. That's where these trucks were born. Mm-hmm. And so th- and that's where they shine. So 
uh, when, we, when we open the patient and it's time to do a Raptor and it's time to write, we're always thinking about the suspension. That's, yep. that's where the chassis is where, it, where, where this, this truck uh, is made its name. And that's, cool. why, that's when, like I said, when we started, that's where we went. Nice. All right, guys, there you have it. And of course, you can follow along with the story on tfltruck.com and tfloffroad.com uh, about all the details, specs. If you want to see spec sheets, it's right there. So thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.